Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to After Hours with Marco and Marshall. My name is Marco. And I'm Marshall. Today, we have a special guest on podcast. Special guest, indeed. It's a very special guest. It's our dear friend, Jared. Say hi, Jared. Hello, it's me. (laughs) I wasn't sure sure if you were going to do that thing we talked about and introduce me as Nicolas Cage, and I was going to have to come up with a bullshit accent for... Like next hour, well, I don't even know how to do Nicholas Cage. I guess it's like, thank you for inviting me on your podcast. Yeah, it's like chill and like somewhat high. Like a yeah, high. <laughs> yeah. he's like Al Pacino, but he just woke up from a nap. That's exactly it's it. Like that. Yeah, oh, I, I love it. Long because I'm hunting the national treasure, making the third movie that's never going to come out. <laughs> Damn it! Why didn't they ever? I'm now. I'm now. I'm mad. Now I'm mad. Why'd you have to say that? I don't know. And Loki, though, I'm kind of mad too because I honestly enjoyed them way more than I thought I would. I'm like, this is actually not bad. No, those are some of his best but, films. They um, really are great. Sean Hossa from work, no surprise here, told me that one of his other movies was it, or it could have been you too, Marshall. I uh, was it Colors of Space. I think it was actually you, Marshall. I think Sean told me later. I think was the Colors of Space with Nick Cage. Uh, what yeah. is that? It's like a, a somewhat slash horror movie, ain't it? like horror. Yeah, film kind yeah. of. But apparently, it's, it's like really good. It's right? a story. Uh, it's it's no, the color no, no. out of space by H. B. Lovecraft. Uh, oh, no, it came out in 2019. It's pretty good. It's got a 86 percent on Rotten Tomatoes, so it can't oh. be that bad. Yeah. Listen, uh, guys, Marco, especially right now for this second, uh, yes, how yes, you yes, living? Yes. Um, all right. I'm actually. You know, just doing my ritual thing, my ritual Thursday thing, Friday thing now. But talking to my boy Marshall, and then we got the handsome Jared uh, with us tonight as well, which is exciting because last time me and Jared talked was at your engagement thing, and, uh, and I mean that's when he was playing grill master, so he was too busy. He was too busy uh, cooking up on the grill and stuff. That's true. Chit chatting because you know grilling's a big responsibility, man. It's funny that we mentioned Nicolas Cage right at the start, because every time I think of Jared and you say that he's handsome, I think of that Nick Cage gif of his hair blowing in the wind. Oh, jeez. I love it. Wasn't there like a pillow meme, too, of Nick Cage? and like? Yeah, Jared has it. <laughs> okay, I, mean, I thought. I thought. Dude, and always, too, Jared always, was always, like, dappered up, too. I was like, boys, the most well-just, like men I've always seen in high school is either Jared and Marshall. Always wearing the vests with the button long sleeves. Marshall always had the blazer. Yeah. Mm. With, the, with, I, with the button up or, I don't know. I think you always wore the button up or just a t-shirt. Like you always just rocked no matter what. Those are good days. Jared, uh, how are you living? How's, oh, how are you doing? Gosh. I'm doing good. You know, got that old Starbucks living. I've been a barista for a while now, so that caffeine uh, that most people need to survive uh, goes right through me. Um, I don't. I don't feel the effects of caffeine or energy or anything. I just. I elevate my blood rate. My heart. My heart rate. And my blood pressure go up, and my eyes stay droopy. <laughs> that's that's been the last five years. Oh my! Five years. I don't dream anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Okay, that's a bit dream anymore. No, it's good. It's good. Um I've been okay this week. Uh we've had some kind of uh family 
crap going on and yeah and and it's it's not a big deal um just lessons i think learned for some of our family and hopefully they'll be better in future but uh i have an update marco on the uh game freak lawsuit okay took it to the judge she said my chances were slim so there you go chances are slim huh chances are slim so you're saying there's a chance (laughs) so you're saying there's a chance (laughs) love it I'll say zero. <laughs> yes. That is the chance. Oh, one of my coworkers today actually came up to me and he said, You have a podcast? I said, Yeah. And he goes, Sometimes I just want to punch you in the face. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> yeah. I guess that's a reaction. Oh, I loved it. And then he started talking about um, an app that he uses for like coupons and stuff called Ibotta. But he went on this like 20 minute speech about how great it is and how he got into it. And I'm like, look, Joe, you're podcasting right now, buddy. <laughs> you're doing it. It's a natural. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I also have an update. I have a little list of updates. Um, I have an update. The Groovy Bot situation has been resolved. Um, now we use Me6, which uh, I used I'm before. Mr. That's right. I, uh-huh, I wonder uh-huh. if that's where it came from. Um, you probably, probably. But it's a really good bot. Apparently, it can like play music just the same as Groovy. It can uh, record things. It can pop in and do like auto moderator stuff. It can delete things. Um, but I look over on the right side of my screen and I see that Groovy Bot is online listening to Goodbye. And it makes my heart hurt a little. So that's it's <sighs> interesting. I was going to ask you, like, I thought you were going to go with GroovyBot gets to stay. I'm like, cool. And you're like, well, actually, we're using Me6 now. I'm like, well, like, GroovyBot's like chilling right above Me6, though. Like, how does that work? Unless, it work well. Unless listening I'm... to Goodbye is an omen, like GroovyBot's telling <laughs> us goodbye. I think that's what it is, you know. Oh, snap. It says Groovy has ended its service. That's what I'm saying. It's listening oh, to man. Goodbye. It's all connected. Yeah, yeah, it is indeed. It's all connected. Yeah, so we we got GroovyBot uh, replacement Me6. It works the same. It's just a, a couple extra steps. But honestly, it's not too bad. And actually, in some ways, it's a little bit better. I feel bad about saying that because I loved Groovy. But in some ways, it's a little bit better. It gives you more specific search terms and allows mm. you to like choose from a list rather than just give you what it thinks is the one you want. Nice. All right, all right. So when you type in big titty goth girls, you're going to get exactly what you're looking for. <laughs> yes, I hope so. God. So, uh, Jared, I wanted to ask you something because I yeah. read this today. One Piece is nearing the end. Yes, relatively that's, speaking. That's not really oh, a snap. question. Is it, but, is it really finally? But a day ago. Marco, before you get all excited, like, oh, I want to do about this shit anymore. Uh, that, like, <laughs> meaning it'll wrap up around 2025 or 2026. Right. Right. And that was back from an interview in 2019. Yes. So who but even knows if plans are the same now? Yesterday, Eichiro Oda was on a, um, a newspaper. And he confirmed he that it is nearing right the end. He was right yeah. on it. Confirmed that it's nearing the end, and it kind of references the fact that a couple years ago he said it was nearing the end as well. 
Yeah, yeah. Honestly, and that it was like, only I mean, supposed you, to run a couple years anyway. I, yeah, I just read the most recent chapter today because uh, it dropped, and it was yeah. insane. And chapter one thousand yeah, is approaching. Chapter one? You mean episode one thousand? Episode and chapter. Chapter today was chapter uh, ten twenty four actually. Well, there you go. The article <laughs> was damn. incorrect. Uh, chapter one thousand was insane, but TBH. Each chapter since then has been just as much of a banger because that's actually where I started Although that was, reading yeah. week to week was at 1000. I was like, well, I might as well. I'm close enough to being caught yeah. up in the anime and I know what's happening because I'm in this arc and like now I'm reading week to week and I'm like, this is freaking lit because things are insane. It's just, yeah, it's going to keep getting better and better and then it's going to end soon because how can they get any better than where it is right now? They're going to get to the end, and the one piece is going to be the friends they made along the way. Oh, my. That's totally fine. I don't know. I don't know. Should we Should we do spoilery, I don't know, one piece content on here? Should we talk about, like, theories? Oh, there's and... some lightning. It happened. Yeah, I see some lightning as well, man. Because I don't um, know. I don't know if we should, you know, just in case. Maybe not. Or we should preface it with, like, a big warning. Yeah. We we could definitely do nah. Let's just not talk. About it. We probably should. No, nah, dude. I feel well, I feel like in 20, once twenty twenty five come comes, I'm he's gonna be like, "Lol, JK." There's like ten more years, and we're like, "Oh, we knew it." Yeah. Right now at nine twenty two on September third, twenty twenty one, we we jokingly said he was just kidding, but then he comes yeah. around and says, "Just kidding." There's more. Well, I mean, uh, when you look at it, like even if Wano is the last major major arc, like. Wano still has like a year before it's done because of where it is. It's nearing the end, but also it's been going for about three years. So like that's relatively speaking, there's still quite a bit to wrap up and we haven't even seen Elbaf yet. So, I mean, there's going to be, there's going to be quite a bit of stuff still squeezed in before it ends. Everybody's thinking maybe Elbaf will be just a minor arc and not a full length one, like the ones we've been having because uh, they've been pretty crazy in length recently. It'll be like a Thriller Bark style. Yeah, <laughs> maybe a one. Thriller Bark style one, one that just lasts like a year. Exactly. Yeah. Thriller Bark seemed so long. But it was so short. <laughs> when, I was watch- when I was watching originally, I was like, man, this must be like the longest arc yet. It's like... <laughs> Is that what the zombies... Is that what the whole zombie island? Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> It and is doing the the club, like the dance, the dance <laughs> scene. Marshall Marshall showed me tid, Marshall has showed me tidbits of like of, yeah. uh, of One Piece. Just because I like, I'm always just like, man, I would start. There's just so much. Marshall, yeah. Marshall would be like, Marshall's like, man, you'd be an old man by the time you finish. I'm like, and it'd probably still be going. I was like, <laughs> that's what everybody that. thinks. Uh, and I told myself when I started it, I was like, this will be a fun series to have in the background. While I have other series I'm more serious about binging and watching, I'll like watch an episode of this here or there for the next three or four years. And then I caught up in seven months and I was like, ah, shit, what do I do now? Because it just pulled me in so deep. I didn't, I was like, I I wanted to keep going. And you learn very, very soon in, like my buddy down the street, Luke, he just started watching two weeks ago and he's already like 150 episodes in and i'm like you know what you're more than a tenth of the way through it and his eyes yeah. got all wide he's like oh no i'm gonna run out and it's like yeah see <laughs> everybody is like there's too many episodes but once you start it you're like there's not enough episodes they're really oh my. and <laughs> i feel how that the story is constructed it's like if somebody like told you to watch gray's anatomy 
Well, that's a bad example because that show sucks. <laughs> but like, imagine putting the same amount. But I know people who have watched all of Grey's Anatomy multiple times, and then it's like, well, watch One Piece, and they're like, I don't want to waste that much it's time. It's a commitment. And I'm like, You've done it already several times. Yeah. Well, I think they didn't mean to, you know. I think they went into it not thinking sure. I'm going to spend 12 years of my life watching Grey's watching Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy. Exactly. It's like the same thing. It's like you don't go into it like I'm going to spend so much time on this. It's like just enjoy taking it one step at a time and like enjoying the adventure because that's what it really is. Is like it's like a little it's bit an of an adventure every every step of the way. Sometimes. I mean, and it's shorter than you think too because they spend like yeah. 5 whole minutes in the intro. <laughs> And then they oh, spend yeah. like five minutes in the outro. So it's only like 16 minutes long yeah. each episode. Yeah, people were watching me like, how do you watch? Like, how'd you get through One Piece so quick? I was like, simple. For a while, I was watching skip on the YouTube, And you can skip <laughs> the intro and it'll actually skip the first ad break as well. So I was watching whole episodes in like 19 minutes. And so that's like three in an hour. Bam, there you go. I was like, I was loving life. Ugh, wish I could go back to never having seen it and just watching it for the first time the tears and the laughter and like the like feeling. i started watching it in high school i think it was freshman year over the summer i, I remember i remember us watching it together we actually spent, like the whole summer watching it yeah man <laughs> like it's all then, it's amazing uh, and we caught all the way up all out of it <laughs> yeah then we... yeah I haven't caught up fully. I'm still in the Gladiator arc um, where Doc Flamingo. Like yeah. The toy soldier Man. guy and, and all that. <laughs> you know what my favorite thing about Dressrosa is? Is when people start it and they're like, oh my god, like this is this is really crazy. Like this Coliseum and there's like a hundred new characters. Good thing I won't have to learn all their names. None of them are going to be important <laughs> to the rest of the story. It's and like, the alliance forms. You're going to know every single one of them. And you're going to yep. be like, how did I remember all of these people? This like doubled the cast of the show <laughs> with that arc. But you're right because of the alliance like every like all of those all of those characters are so important and i don't and that's the other how does he how does he do that all right sorry this is turning into the one piece discussion no it's okay it's okay marco and i have gone on longer tangents <laughs> oh, yeah. before so it's totally fine yep, yep. we're no, just good, here dude. for it man yeah watching one piece and, and and making the time for it is like what marco and i talked about last week about you know, like we're all grown now, like we're all adults, we're all we have responsibilities that we didn't have when we were younger. And so sometimes learning new things or starting new things that are very long feels daunting because it's it's a time sink. It is. Sure. And yeah. it's hard, I think, for a lot of people to justify like, well, I know this is a thousand episodes long, so I'm going to go ahead and start when they could you know watch something that's shorter because i think in the end they'll feel like they didn't waste as much time and i don't look at it like time wasted but you know no, what i mean no. of course like, not they feel like they'll uh they'll spend less time in the long run but realistically they'll just jump from thing to thing to thing rather than pick one thing and run with it that's right i've definitely been that way like i think we talked about with like video games recently um i bought tales of arise which Next Thursday uh, is the release day. So oh, when this podcast snap. comes out, I'm going to be home playing it. <laughs> so Hell yeah. That's going to be my time <laughs> sink. 
so excited for it. Um, just, just ready to dive into that world and the characters and learn more about what makes this one special. You know, they all have such a great story and and lessons in them. Besides the besides the skin skin tight bodysuits oh, for the females that are pretty exclusive, you gotta love it. You gotta <laughs> love it. <laughs> hey, hey, you can't be you can't. Weebs can't be mad at that because you know they pre-ordered it just you, you to know have. it. I actually pre-ordered it with all the stuff, so I get all the good stuff. Oh, I think it's thunder. My cat, my cat's scattering, looking for a place to hide now. Oh, what what do you guys like to play like music-wise when it's stormy? What kind of mood do you go for? Boy, for me, and it's it's mostly just been chill hop, really, just to set the mood. I mean. Better like some ambient type music. That sounds good. I mean, uh, I haven't been listening to music for quite some time, TBH, ever since I found out that my Spotify premium account has like access to a ton of stand up CDs. I've been listening to hours and hours of stand up comedy. Oh, nice. Mostly. Or, uh, or you know, Ooh. podcasts, the usual fare. Like, this is a good night for car talk. Been listening to car talk on the on Podcast Addict because they put the radio show in podcast format for me. Man, so. Podcast Addict is amazing. That's that's my go-to podcasting app. It's a great app. What kind of comedians have you really been digging? Oh, man. I've uh, been listening to some guys that I hadn't heard in a while, like uh, Brian Callen and Chris Dillia from the 10-Minute Podcast. I used to listen oh, to those guys great. in college all the time. And Brian Callen is hilarious. Uh, it, it, like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, his stuff on there is is. Uh, awesome i just like his delivery style he's got like this this i don't know his voice i'm oh i'm doing the worst job ever yeah i like to listen to the the guys and they talk and they tell jokes <laughs> with their voices we have brian regan on the podcast <laughs> oh hey guys i'm an idiot oh <laughs> don't know what i'm doing <laughs> uh, you know uh pete davidson anthony oh, jeselnik yeah. Anthony Jeselnik yeah. is very dark, and yes, Amanda doesn't like him at all. I, I like his, I like his delivery. So he is amazing. He, he is so funny. This is a good night to listen to Anthony Jeselnik in the rain. Yeah, that's that's a that's a thing you could do. Thing you could do. Yeah, get on it, guys. I've been oh listening to a lot of like sleepy songs in the rain, like um. Oh, Jared, you'll appreciate this one. Um, Sufjan Stevens. Oh yeah, listen Already to a lot of Sufjan Stevens. Um, Bunch of the Sufjan, the Lonely Man of Winter, the Dove Man remix, very good, very good. Um, another one that I really like when it's kind of rainy and stormy out is Frank Turner's Redemption. The Matt Nasir remix of it is very good. Oh, that's a name I haven't heard in a while, dude. Man. Frank Turner. I remember, that. I remember every day you would talk about Frank Turner. I could listen to that song of his rivers in weather like this. Oh, yeah. Dang, you're right. Frank Turner is some, some weather music. And Frank is a mood, got to say. I loved his, uh, he has an album that's like devoted to famous women of history that is just phenomenal. It's called No Man's Land. Mm. It's a great one. But yeah, no, his songs are really good you guys had a lightsaber which limb do you think you would cut off by accident first gotta be my penis okay okay <laughs> better an arm because i'd be i'd be the ambitious one to, to get a darth maul like lightsaber 
So that's fair. Yeah, the penis or penis or like both arms trying to like you know do a do a do a styling for like a girl or something, and I'd be like, it goes horribly wrong, and he was like, oh, well, I lost both my arms, but hey, like the the Black Knight from Monty Python. This is just, it's just a scratch. Well, at least it wouldn't bleed. It would cauterize. It would be cauterized, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I would say no, probably it'd be, it'd though. It would like, be a good thing then. I would actually hope then that I would cut off my penis. Maybe if I were lucky, I would uh, I would get it just like halfway, uh, halfway through it, and um, like halfway down, and then it would cauterize, and then I would finally have an average sized penis. <laughs> oh my! But that was awful. I, I, I knew you were going there immediately. <laughs> I, I hate myself for saying that. <laughs> No, that's fine. That's okay. Edit that out. <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, we didn't listen to our first one. If we uh, we like to do these. Uh, I like to leave them as raw as possible, so that's definitely definitely staying in there. Yes. What color of lightsaber would you boys have? Oh, um, ha! Uh, I think I would go amber, like that orangish gold color. Like, I, think, I always feel like that's the one I would get. That's the one Plo Koon had originally. Like an orangish amber color. Okay, okay. See, I would want to go like purple. Yeah. Are you going to just say because you can like Samuel L. Jackson? Well, like I, I would say either... That's the only reason why he had a I would say one. either purple or cyan. Sure. Oh, those are both excellent okay. choices. I'd probably go turquoise. You know, I was reading a thing the other day. Uh, it was like, um, oh, man, I can't remember. It was from, I think it might have been from one of these new Disney Star Wars comics. Because, you know, Disney has been bungling the, the movies, but whoever they have in charge of the comics books division is, like, just rocking their job. Uh, the comics that Disney has been putting out have been so wonderful. I bet it's because they have no hand in making them at all. Um <laughs> But I'm pretty sure I remember. I mean, I could be fair. There was fair. something, some internal monologue, or there was something having to do with Anakin. Uh, everybody says purple is only a lightsaber color because Samuel Jackson wanted it, and you know that's true. But there is also a canon explanation that they had to make for the story, and that's because of the red and the blue mixing to purple. It's like uh, it's a color for a balanced warrior who like has anger, but they know how to control it. And like they they touch that dark side, but they don't fully immerse themselves in it. And Mace Windu was one of the most noted Jedi to ever have a purple lightsaber, but not the only one. Darth Revan also had one when he was a Jedi, and when he came back to the light, you know, still had his purple lightsaber. And Anakin almost had a purple lightsaber, uh, because like he could feel that like that's what his crystal was going to be. But he kind of imposed his own will on it and kind of changed it to blue because he knew he knew that the council was already watching him too closely and that they already were concerned about him being a loose cannon. And he was like, if I have a purple lightsaber there, it's just going to confer- confirm their fears. And so he kind of like, you know, like how Harry Potter like was like, don't don't pick Slytherin, please. You know, yeah. like you almost uh-huh. use a little bit of your will, like you make that choice. But I was, but like, dang, yeah. I was like, oh man, like imposing your will on a kyber crystal. That's how. how that's that's how sick. the Sith bleed them, bleed the color red from whatever they were. So I was like, that's a real, that's twisted in a way where it's like his intentions of like, I want to be, I want to make sure I'm good and that like nothing bad happens is almost like a bad thing in and of itself. 
and just yes. oh it was it was very well done that, that, that's pretty that's pretty cool love that stuff i'm in the middle of taking a quiz to find out what my lightsaber color would be you're doing it now i'm doing it right now <laughs> doing it live fuck it we'll do it live doing it live oh but jared what you know it's around the topic of star wars have you seen anything about uh star wars vision uh, like the uh it's like seven well-known anime studios are each going to do a their rendition of a of a star wars oh my. Story. yeah and they look pretty sick like I'm getting tired kind of tired tired of uh the whole superheroes and star wars genre just because disney's kind of been milking both out like you know it's true so yeah. i mean and like i've i've uh I've always said, like, I'm pretty sure, like, Visions, I'm hoping Visions is actually good. Like, I'm, I'm pretty much just saying, the only reason I'm watching Star Wars Visions is just because it's straight up anime. Yeah. Like, the weeb's coming out. Like, oh, shit, sure. anime. I'm pretty sure if it starts off with, like, seven seven known directors, film directors doing seven, I'm like, okay, well, that's kind of cool. I'm probably not going to watch it because it's just more Star Wars stuff. But, yeah, Star Wars Visions, though, it looks, it looks good. Seven different art styles, too, like, and some of them look just crazy, like outstanding. So I'm like actually pretty excited. I think it comes out, I think, this month, September 22nd or 23rd. Man, all right, you ready? I, uh, your lightsaber color is white. You are a kind and giving person. And that is reflected in the color of your saber. White is a rare type of laser Ooh. sword core. That's because you have to heal a wounded and abused red lightsaber crystal to achieve it. People it's rely true. on you because you're always there for them, but don't forget that you have a life to live yourself. So don't let others abuse your good intentions and stand up for yourself whenever necessary. There you go. That makes sense. Apparently cool. there is a list of lightsaber colors and meanings. So red, yes. the Sith created their own crystals through the dark side of the force and make them red to set themselves apart from Jedi. The crystals are alive somehow now. Sith make them bleed to give them their color. The yellow, the Jedi Sentinel class, known for getting their hands dirty, doing undercover work, and employing special tech to go with their Force abilities because the Temple Guard should look different than actual Jedi. The green belongs to Jedi consulars. Consulars. Yeah. yeah. Their users focus on the Force instead of lightsaber skill. The blue belongs to Guardians, who focus more on their skills than their Force abilities. Because George used blue and green in the originals, you can't have Star Wars without them. Purple. Jedi who have a very strong connection to both sides of the Force and can be very aggressive in battle because Sam Jackson wanted a purple one. <laughs> White, users are neutral between Jedi and Sith but are incredibly loyal to a faction they deem worthy because Ahsoka should look different when she ditches the Jedi. Uh, okay, whatever. Ooh. Colors that only exist in Legends. Orange, magenta, silver, bronze, gold, teal, cyan. Darker variations of red, blue, green, and purple with different meanings. And colors that only exist in the canon, I don't know, I guess black counts. <laughs> oh, because the dark saber? Well, that shouldn't actually really count. Um, it shouldn't, no. It's not the color of the saber itself, I don't think, but whatever. Yeah. No, there you go. That's our uh, Star Wars segment <laughs> of the podcast, apparently. Wow. Yeah, that's great. Good time. Good time. Jared has been playing a lot of Minecraft lately. Oh yeah, lot, and I need to. I need to hop on and see what you've done. But tell us what you have done. Oh, um, uh, I just picked up this version of the this Switch version not too long ago. So 
mostly I've been watching my girlfriend play. Uh, but in my world, I've like I've you know made my first dinky little home base because you have to to survive the first night, and then I swam up river and made a nice little beach home, and then I dug through a mountain. I was like, I wonder what's going to be on the other side of this mountain. I made a hallway through the mountain from my beach home that and uh, it busted out it opened out into uh like a glacier biome so now my summer my summer cottage is connected to my winter cabin oh that's pretty nice that kind of reminds me of our first kind of world that we did together yeah i remember that yeah i still have that one actually i play on it occasionally and add to it from time to time Aw, shucks, really? Yeah. I'll have That's to show awesome. you sometime, because it's all cross-play. Um, oh, yeah. I built, like, a huge uh, jungle treehouse kind of place, like a village in the in the jungle biome. I had, like, a jungle temple that I built, a desert kind of village and desert home. Um, I think you were with me uh, when we built the Christmas tree in the small taiga biome, and the... Uh, Fishing hut where we named the NPC Sokka. I think you were there oh, for that. I think I was. Because I was like, what should we Good name times. this guy? And you were like, name him Sokka. Because he looks like he was in the water tribe. Yeah. He tried to give me some cactus juice. Yeah. He tried. Then he it tried to sell quenchy. you a boomerang. Good okay. time. Do you guys have like <laughs> Lego talk when you're playing Minecraft? Uh, a little bit. Sometimes. Amanda noticed how it looked like Legos. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean though? Like uh I don't know, Marco, do you know what Lego talk is? Is when you're like barely you're just saying like one word, you're like No, oh. it's it's it kind of. Yeah. It, it's like uh when you're so focused on what you're doing that you're not really able to think about what you're saying, so you're just saying whatever comes to mind. Yeah, I say that I do that a lot because <clears throat> Johnny, you know, bless oh, yeah. his heart. Um he's always trying to talk to me while they're watching YouTube YouTube or like or like yesterday, I was on Destiny. It was just me and him last night. I like I don't know what where everyone was at, but granted, it was eleven o'clock. I was playing uh, Iron Banner in Destiny, and Johnny was just playing. He's he's talking to me about Genshin stuff. I'm just like, uh huh, yeah. He's like, do you know what I'm talking about? I'm like, no, not really. I'm in a firefight right now, and so it's just like I don't know. It's just Johnny just talking. And I just want to be like, just, I just don't want to be rude and be like, Johnny, stop talking. Try and watch a YouTube video or like Johnny, stop talking. I'm trying to play this game. So I'm just like Lego talking. And I don't know if he knows I'm Lego talking. Like I don't mean to. Because like it's Genshin related. So I'm always, always not like I'm interested in some form. But it was just about fishing. And I was like, I'm tired of fishing. <laughs> like I hate it. But yeah, I, I feel like I do it to Johnny. And he doesn't like deserve it. Uh-huh. I think that Lego talk itself isn't too bad. I just think that if you're completely unable to pay attention obviously it, it's kind of like i don't know it, it feels like kind of take a hint kind of moment you know like if somebody's just replying with uh-huh yeah uh-huh yeah yeah it's like don't talk maybe <laughs> you know find someone else to chat with for a yeah, while because they're but... busy kind of thing um for me it's it's the opposite if i'm playing minecraft with morgan or something we'll just like talk about random shit and we won't even like realize what we're talking about because we're so focused on what we're doing that like the conversation just gets weirder and weirder. Uh, yeah, I love that. Yeah, I, I get it. that. 
I also know too, Marshall, is when you when you're fully in full blown conversation, you don't play the game either. That's true. I was like, you man, I'm just I'm, like, I'm telling you guys, I'm, here I am. I'm just I'm just running around in circles in one spot. I'm like, I can just imagine. Yeah, that's true. Because I think you guys were playing Warzone. He's like, so guys, what are we doing? I'm kind of just running around in circles. I'm talk- yeah. talking, talking, and, and I do this thing when I'm playing games and I'm chatting with people where I'll like move my my view to look at them while I'm talking to them. So like if I'm playing a war game or whatever with like Bill and everybody. Like if we're playing Warzone and they're just like looting a house or something and I'm trying to talk to them and like have an actual conversation, I'll run around them in circles and just keep watching them. Yeah. It's just like, again, for me, it's like you either focus on the conversation or you focus on the game. And if you focus on the conversation, then in the game, you're just kind of jumping and moving around and not doing anything. If you focus on the game, then your conversation is just jumping around and not really doing anything. I've noticed when I'm focusing on the conversation, I'm either jumping something or I'm just doing like little tea bags and bursts of three while I'm walking. <laughs> like I'm walking, I just crouch, like just like walk a couple, crouch three times, and then go walk a couple, and then crouch three times. Like, is this really what I do when I'm invested in a convo? Because you don't want to start doing anything else, and then you just go back to Lego talking, and just like it's just like a never-ending cycle or a never-ending battle, I guess, of what you mm-hmm. want to do. Split focus, you know, it's rough. That's too advanced for me. I can't do that. Yeah, man. So what's uh, what's new with you, Jared? What's what's been going on for you lately? What's uh, what's what's new and exciting in your life? Literally nothing. Literally nothing. Everything is kind of same old, which is what I've been striving for. I'm working. Mm. I'm working steadily. Working steadily at Starbucks. Um, just living life. Watching some of my favorite old shows like MASH. I've been watching MASH recently. Nice. It's, like a, it's one of those comfort food shows. It's really great before bed. Yeah. Love it. And, uh, you know, just been playing Minecraft, paying bills, saving money, trying, and uh, kind of getting ready for an upcoming move. Get out of this house and into one that's been fixed up and renovated more recently. Yeah, that sounds good. That's all. Uh, yeah, I mean, it sounds great in theory. If it would come to fruition, that would be even better. Oh, is it something that you're like waiting mm. on for a while? Yeah, kind of still waiting on the guy to get the place fixed up for us before we move over there. So, well, listen, if you're listening, Mister Landlord, get that shit fixed. Yeah, no for excuse. Real. God damn, it's 2021. COVID's yeah. back in full swing. Isolate at that house and fix it up. Fucking nerd. Yeah, you shouldn't have anything to do. Fix it up. Fix it Look, up. I've been playing money. House Flipper again. You need I, that I'll fix money. It up. <laughs> yeah. Just hire me. I'm pretty much an expert now. That's right. Just have to go into the menu on my tablet, buy some floor tile, click <gasps> and drag, and it's just there. It's that easy. That or you do the you do the whole Fortnite thing. You just have like a piece of blue like blueprint paper and a pencil, and just stuff just appears in this house. Yeah. Oh my, that was a big flash. Good thing I'm not outside. Could have died. We're glad you're here, Jared. We're glad you're safe and sound, buddy. Yeah, Jared. Just uh, look. So what's what's going on with your current house? Like, why is it so? What what what's oh, not fixed just, up with we've it? We've been here for so long. Uh, one of the drawers in the kitchen is like needs to be put back in, but like a wheel is broken, so it's off the. There's a. Uh, I mean, that's not the only. That's obviously not the only thing. Um, there was. We had a flooding in the basement a few years back, and uh, the the carpeting in the family room never fully 
dried out properly, it's a little bit mildewy smelling. So a basement that doesn't have carpet would be great. Or water, because there's like, you know, cracks in the foundation wall and there's like water that drips in. So yeah, that's know, not good. A, a dry, a new dry house with a wood new dry floor, house. Carpets floors, are overrated. Carpets overrated. I got area rugs. Just put on area rugs. Area rugs. That's it. <laughs> So you asked me earlier uh, off podcast about, or I asked you if you had heard of Bully McGuire, and you had yeah. said no. So Bully McGuire, Marco, you know about Bully McGuire, right? We've talked about this shortly. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Basically, there's a YouTube channel. I sent you a link, Jared, um, yeah. that basically is just, just CGI's or, or crops out Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man from Spider-Man 3. And puts him in random scenes in different movies and shows. Oh, and he's damn. always being a dick. Okay, <laughs> like there's that, that one is. in the one I, I sent you. Is. Anakin's like, I have failed you. And Toby looks up and says, you want forgiveness? Get religion. <laughs> <laughs> Was it you that sent the, the Yu-Gi-Oh yes. one? Against Kaiba? <laughs> man, Bully McGuire. It's so funny. Bro, it's because they rebooted the series, man. I, I honestly like... The Tobey Maguire Spider-Man series. I mean, I could be an unpopular opinion, but you know, I mean, three was probably like my least favorite because I think there was just a lot going on in that film. But other than that, I mean, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man series that brought us the memes, though. Like this they brought us the dancing, the dancing. You know, the dancing oh Tobey Maguire. Yeah. You know, obviously the Bully Maguire. Like, come on. What's the other? What are the other ones? There's gonna be more us? memes though. Besides, because. Movies. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home explores the multiverse, and it has You're Andrew back. Garfield and Tobey Maguire. It's confirmed. And Kirsten Dunst, and um, what's her name? Uh, I love her, but Emma I can't Stone? think of her name. Emma Stone. Yep. And uh, Willem Dafoe, and the guy who played Doc Ock, and Jamie Foxx. Can we just talk about how the guy who played huh. Doc Ock looks the same as he did 20 fucking years ago he really does i'll buy age like that oh yeah, he's a I already he's have, a he's a vampire I've already, <laughs> I've already aged immensely since high school <laughs> you've already gone downhill ago. this guy Me yeah too, i've though. already gone what, Me past too, though. Point. that guy looks great plus i mean I, I mean his metal arms still work after all this time i can't believe i mean we'll just some people are just like you man some people, some people just got it just got know, it like you got it yeah, you because know, what Pharrell's another big one. And we're like, man, this guy yeah, doesn't age yeah. like at all. Like the guy's like in his, I would say like what late forties, something like that. Yeah, and he has he's looked the same. He is forty eight. Same since he's yep. been introduced. Yeah, yeah. boy's about to hit fifty, and he looks exactly the same as when he was yeah. like twenty. What about John Cho, like that boy, that's John insane. Cho yep. from Harold and Kumar. Yep. I know that seems like yep. a really random thing yep. to bring up, but he's also late forties. I just found out recently uh, from an article. He was talking about how he's a little bit concerned about how people will handle him as Spike Spiegel in the live-action Cowboy Bebop. And his biggest concern is because I mean, of his age. But I'm like, if you've seen the pictures of him, like in gosh, costume, he looks, he looks great. great. I'm super yes. excited. Yeah, I've seen. Yeah, I've seen the pictures. So, I'm so excited I mean, for that. I feel bad that he's concerned about that, like his self-conscious or worrying, because I feel like it's going to turn out really well anyway. I think so, too. And I think when people are passionate about it, it makes it like 10 times better. Yeah. 
Yoko Kano is doing the music again, so I mean, how bad oh. can it be, really? If the if the acting sucks, just look away from the TV and just listen. Listen, to, listen to the music because it's <laughs> still gonna be, be it's still gonna be Cowboy Bebop. I just have my reservations because of like how Death Note was done. Yeah, I think that you was know just what a low blow. You know what? I was talking to somebody at work the other day about this. He was like, well, I've always heard Death Note is good, but I didn't want to watch the series because I heard the movie was bad. And I was like, yeah, but like you like Dexter, right? He's like, oh, yeah, I love Dexter. I was like, you know how it's like it's a good it's intriguing. It's a slow burn. Imagine if they tried to fit all of Dexter in an hour and a half movie like that's it's yeah. just not going to hit the same. The best part about Death Note is how it takes its time and they couldn't uh-huh. do that with the movie. And so I like that they're giving this seasonal format because they can take more time with a show like rather than a movie. And this is, you know, it's going to be an, a live action like show. So, you know, I, I feel like I feel like we sh- we can give it a chance, at least be a little bit optimistic. Because I think I'm, I'm going to from what I've seen and what people are saying. And I mean, yeah, the music's going to be on point. Oh, yeah. Anything, if nothing else. Right. The one that concerns me is, I mean, I'm also still optimistic because it sounds like Oda has given it his blessing and they consulted him a lot about stuff, but the uh, live action One Piece that's coming, I'm not sure yeah. how Netflix is going to handle that. Oh, snap. Well, unless his arms stretch out, I'm not going to be happy about it. Right, right. And actually, I mean... Um, oh, it's uh, a series Marshall, as well. It's not even a it, movie. Yeah, it's going to be a series. Actually, Marshall, if you check... Your phone, I just sent you a picture I found earlier today. They actually finished up writing the script for the very first episode, the pilot I'm, episode. Yeah, I'm looking at and that right look, now. If you look at the Twitter. title, it says episode no 101. Romance Dawn. No Dawn. So, yeah. It's the first so, arc in the anime. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I don't want to give anything too spoilery. But I did hear a synopsis of the 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 script, like the episode one script, and I do have to say there are some choices that I find intriguing. It's not going to be one to one the same, of course, like you know, just because it it won't. That's just not how it works. But uh, in the first episode, where it introduces Luffy and Colby and and Alvida, you know, um, it we're not supposed to see Zoro yet. Uh, anime wise or mango wise, but there was a there's a scene that shows uh, Zoro, like Zoro, and, but you don't know it's him yet. It's just like the th- this swordsman with three swords. He's being approached by a so- another swordsman who's asking him if he wants to join an organization called Baroque Works. And I was like, oh, what a nice detail because Zoro mentions that Mister, what was it, Mister Ten or Mister Eleven came and Something recruited like him, that. and he said that. And he killed him, and he said he didn't want to join unless, like, he was made the leader. And then the guy fought fought him, and he took him down. And, like, you actually get to see that in this. And I was like, well, that's that's intriguing. Plus, it opens up, the very beginning of it, it said it opens up with Admiral, like, Vice Admiral uh, Sengoku and Vice Admiral Garp overseeing Roger's execution. uh, And they're speaking with Fleet Admiral Kong. And I was like, well, that's also very accurate to the timeline and like the show, but also one of those details that's very minor and minuscule from the actual series. And they took the time to put fleet Admiral Kong in there. So I was like, okay, I'm willing to give that one a shot. If they're going to, 
if they're going to take the time to really dig in and find some of those juicy details, then, you know, you think it might not be too it'll bad. be accurately cast or do you think it'll just be like Japanese or white people? Dude, that was the thing that actually made me the happiest was somebody tweeted the Netflix live action one piece like this this was from months ago I saw this like somebody put a screenshot uh they just they tweeted them and they said please 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 Netflix uh don't do an all white or all Japanese cast like the best part about one piece is that it's multicultural or it's supposed to be and they didn't respond with words uh the live action one piece uh twitter responded with nine emoji flags that Yay. were Brazilian, Canadian, Austrian, nice. Austrian, uh, you know, like all, all of the nationalities that Oda said the characters on the crew would be. And then there was an equal sign and then a pirate flag. And I was like, hell yeah. At least, like, whoever's running the Twitter at least knows what's up. Yeah. Like, they got, they got each of the nationality flags and in the right order. Uh, hold on. It takes me a second to get it just right. But um, Brazilian, Japanese, Swedish, French. Uh, oh no! I skipped uh, Usopp. Sorry, K- Kenya, then fr- then French, and then Canadian, American, Austrian. Yep. And uh, they didn't have the tenth one for Jimbe. I don't know what nationality Jimbe is supposed to be. Fish. I can't remember. Do you know that one? Oh, I skipped Robin as the Russian flag. I feel so terrible. I skipped. Robin. Also, Jimbe is a fish, so who knows? Oh, fuck you. What is? I'm gonna, now I have to type what nationality. Just put a... <laughs> now, is Jim. Did you say he was Jimbe, a fish? Put, put a wave. Put a wave, put a wave emoji. There you go. Fish. Water. What nationality is Jimbe? Uh, Japanese. Question is though, are they yeah. are they going to open up? Are they going to have the pirate rap opener oh, in there? Are they going to actually are have... saying he should be like Polynesian or Hawaiian? Oh, that's that. right. I think that that's. I think you're right. I feel. I feel like he is Polynesian. I can't remember, though, if I actually heard that or if it just sounds right to me. Sorry to but, interrupt, uh, Marco. Go ahead. What were you saying? Right. No, you're good. I, I said, were they going to... Are they going to have the pirate rap, pirate rap oh, opener? I hope not. Or I go with... Hope yeah, no. that's like one thing I do remember from watching One Piece is because I watched the... Was it the WB yeah, Kids no, the yeah, Fox the Ford, version? Ford, like the, yeah. Or the Fox. Yeah, I had the pirate rap. And I was like, with what is Sanji this? smoking a lollipop and everything. I'd be lying if I said I didn't still go back and re-listen to that One Piece rap because it's so good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, hey, you know what? I mean, I the first time I caught on guard, and I was like, you know what? Is is not that bad. Did did not mind the bar. I didn't like pop off. I think the kids say nowadays, pop off, yeah, something like or that. like wow. or like turn away with disgust. I was just like, all right, this ain't bad. Did you guys see the? Uh, so so you guys. Uh, I know, Marco, you've watched Castlevania. Castlevania Jared, have you yeah. seen the Castlevania Netflix series? No, no, but my, uh, my brother has told me many times. So Netflix released the animated Witcher movie, The Nightmare of the Wolf, and it's done by the same studio that made Castlevania. And hilariously enough, most of the voice actors in it are the same from Castlevania. Oh, yeah? The guy who plays Vesemir, I believe, is uh, Hector from Castlevania. He also played young Vesemir huh. in The Witcher. So, kind of worked out. I mean, if the glove fits, man. It was Why very not? good. It was a great movie. So good. Yeah. 
I have to watch it. A lot of the the people who voice the characters are the people who played them in the live action Witcher as well, which is pretty. That's cool. I was hoping they'd do that. That's that's what yeah. I like. And the art style is amazing because it's you know done by that studio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have fun. Fun. We uh, it's it. Uh, spoiler again for us. We're recording this on a Friday this week, and uh, it's Labor Day weekend. How exciting oh, yeah. is that? I guess I forgot. You guys get Labor Day well, off this year? If you're, gonna, if you're gonna go into labor, now's the time. <laughs> now's now's the time. Oh my! That's the rule, right? <laughs> I fortunately do not get Labor Day off. I have to work. Yeah. Uh. Oh shit! I just Labor Day is Monday, right? Yep. The sixth. I, I, I do soon. have it off, but not by design. That's just my oh, usual I day see. off. We were told today that because it's Labor Day weekend, we could go home an hour early. Um, and that was really cool. My three-day weekend started an hour early. It was okay. Uh, we went and got some Taco Bell and uh, went home and watched Game of Thrones because I finally got Morgan to to actually sit down and watch Game of Thrones with me. Oh, yeah? Nice. Yeah. So we're on almost at yeah. the end of season two. I think she's liking it quite a bit. I think she's liking it quite a bit. Yeah. She seems to be. She's saying something to me right now. I can't hear her. Oh. I was going to say, it seemed like you had more to say, but you kind of just paused. And I was like, that she, it? She like, looked over at me and said something, and I didn't know what she was saying. But yeah, she's she's liking oh, it quite gotcha. a bit. She's kind of called a lot of things as well, which I think is interesting, because I remember watching it like consecutively, week after week. It makes it so that you don't mm-hmm. have all of the details you know, that you would if you watched it episode to episode, back to back. And it's easier mm-hmm. to like, forget certain things and stuff. And and it's really interesting watching it like a second watch through and noticing things that I never noticed the first time. And with the new understanding, of course, of like how it ends and, and kind of like the hints that were there. And I know a lot of people were unsatisfied with the way that they ended Game of Thrones, but I think it was OK. I think that it was an interesting choice. It may not have been the way that I went, but. I think that they did what they thought was best for the characters, and I think that's okay. That's right. Definitely an interesting choice, but not a bad choice. It really doesn't matter if the ending was good or bad, because Mm -hmm. people are still going to watch the show for the sex scenes. So, like, this is true. They actually, I read, I read an article that was saying that they put so many boobs and stuff in the first couple seasons just to hook people into it. And they're yep. like, well, now I gotta fucking. Oh my, yeah, really? Like it was, it was by design. Like everything was articulately like uh, crafted. Sheesh. And I think that people give it a lot of flack, but they don't remember that George R. R. Martin was a consultant for the show, and it's it's incredibly likely that he wanted to test the ending and see how the public reacted to it because he's never gonna finish the books while he's alive. I mean, it'll probably go to like Brandon Sanderson after he dies or somebody he's probably never realistically going to finish. I mean, A Song of Ice and Fire came out a long time ago. Like, I remember reading it years ago. Mm -hmm. The first book came out in 1991. That's what I'm saying. It's just insane how long ago this series was created and just thinking that it's it's probably never going to get finished. And that's okay, too. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, that's right. People have to be well, since you guys are watching Game of Thrones... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jerry. Didn't mean no, I, I don't even know where I was going with that. I was just going to bullshit something about people need to be accepting of when things come to an end. Yes. 
I agree. But that that's just that's not even that's a, that wasn't a deep thought. That was just a, something I said. Well, how about we make it a deep thought? How about the ending of a four year tyrant era? Yeah. That was just what almost King a year Joffrey. ago. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, um, I don't, I don't want to well, get like political or anything on this podcast. Oh, we never get political <laughs> on this podcast because he wasn't a politician. He was a <laughs> TV personality who tried to do a job he wasn't qualified for. He was for, a he so. was a he was a businessman. He's a businessman. Right? That's country. not political at all. You're right. I don't know. I just I just bring that up because it's just people at work. <laughs> ruining my break room my break room oh uh, i know who you're talking about vibes is that dawn who, who you think of? oh no not even it's it was some some girl like some some old lady freaking sorry that's how it but goes. <laughs> she just she was working there and she was just saying me and Sean, me and Dylan were in there i was just trying to take a nap you know nap vibes for my lunch break she was just saying she was complaining about the whole the whole thing with afghanistan how we left and how about how there was americans still there and how we should have waited till we get all of them out. And she's like, Biden's an idiot. I don't believe in the two-party system anymore. But then she goes and says, we should have said Trump. I'm like, if you don't believe in the two parties anymore, you won't want any of them. And you won't want any of them. And she was like, yeah, now grass prices are going to go up because because uh, the Taliban's taking over again. I was like, what a fucking privilege. First world point of view. Boo-hoo. People are dying and I have to pay a bit more for gas now. <laughs> she was just saying stuff. And I was just... And I was just like, you're ruining my nap time. You're ruining <laughs> my nap time. Like, like 30 minute nap time. I, I, I really don't know. So uh, I got a message um, on Tuesday. Not Tuesday. Um, sorry. T- yesterday. <laughs> Thursday. Whatever day it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a message hey, Thursday. Talking about politics, you hacks. Yeah, it said, hey, stop talking about politics. You're interrupting my nap time. <laughs> no. Uh, I mean, that sounds bad. As it, it seems. It, I just like at lunch. I just like to take signed my nap, by man. an MG. So uh, who knows? No, uh, I got told that uh, I didn't talk about Gobekli Tepe like I said I would. So I guess I should talk a little bit about Gobekli Tepe, right? Fired up. So, Let's go. Gobekli Tepe, I'm just going to read off this article as well because it's been a while. Uh, So it was a meeting place, actually, for uh, ancient indigenous peoples from like 8,000 BC. So like 10,000 years ago, it was one of the first known meeting places for indigenous people of hunter-gatherers. It's in Turkey. People would go there, they think, to like feast and pray and come together in harmony. Like all these different tribes would kind of come to the site and they would work together to build this place it's often called the birthplace of religion, and it's quite possible that it is the first ever establishment that was created for religion. And I think that's really neat. It's the first and oldest man-made place of worship that we know of to date. Oh, very exciting. These kind of stones. It's kind of weird because they're like tall vertical rectangles. And at the top of them, there are like horizontal rectangles, almost like a capital I. They would kind of like have feasts and hang out and stuff. And there's this theory that the only reason or, or one of the, the driving reasons, I should say, behind hunter-gatherers becoming like farmers and building established homes is because of Gobekli Tepe. Because they had an established meeting place that they, the tribes would come to and they would pray and feast and live in harmony for however long, kind of like Burning Man. <laughs> and... 
they would kind of like set up shop and hang out there for a while. And so it's an interesting thought to think that 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 could be one of the driving forces behind, you know, leaving the nomadic lifestyle behind because you saw what you could do when everybody came together. That's nice. How neat is that? It's pretty cool. Gobekli Tepe is an interesting, interesting thing. When are we going to find Atlantis? Oh, God. You know, who knows? You say, what'd you say, Atlantis? It's, it's in Antarctica. It just froze over. <laughs> oh, no. Did it really? Yeah, because because they didn't because they themselves didn't believe in global warming, so Mother Nature had to take over and restart. And then now, now you know us being <laughs> doing the same thing. Mother Nature just SMH and just Wayne do uh, a Wayne How freaking strike. hilarious would that be if it was like everybody was telling Atlantis they're like your futuristic like liquid crystal like energy source is cooling the planet at an accelerating rate. They're like ah global cooling isn't real. And then there was an ice age and their whole like people froze over and now we're like dude everybody's heating the planet up. And they're like global warming isn't real. And then we all melt die but then atlantis and then atlantis thaws out (laughs) told you the world's been getting hotter and they're like we told those pansies we told them they said global cooling all the all the old maps show atlantis as being like probably off the coast of like spain and africa really yeah, from oh, yeah. like 1883, no, there was that. Um, and then there are others where they think it could be like between like Greece to Spain and the Mediterranean, somewhere in there. It's interesting, actually, reading about Atlantis. All right, quick question yeah. here. Okay, knowing the pictures of like and what Atlantis is or was. Okay, it's probably like a nerdy question. Do you think Zora's domain was somewhat based oh. off Atlantis? Oh. Now that I sit and think about it and hear you two talk about it, you think... Zora's domain, like each interpretation of Zora's domain, whatever game it's been in Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, and Breath of the Wild, do you think, you know what? This is probably what I think it, like, what they would think, like, this is what Atlantis would probably look like. We'll just add fish people instead of, like, humans. Well, I don't, I don't you know, know, buddy, but yeah. I do have to point out that in at least two iterations of Zora's domain, it was completely frozen over. It's all coming back to Antarctica, <laughs> baby. <laughs> circle so i mean yeah so 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 are you saying breath of the wild is like free is like when is when they're first starting out because that's the only one that's not frozen i mean you unfreeze it in uh in both of the times when it gets frozen also also breath of the wild takes place at the end of the timelines or is it at the beginning that's true it's not okay (laughs) <laughs> Marshall just is a shutdown. It's not, bro. I just, I've, I've like, I've, I, I know. I'm just kidding. But it is interesting, though. And I think that's hilarious that it ties back to the Antarctica theory. But I love the theory. Goodbye, I love it. Goodbye, America. Burn. No, I, I said not my America. Oh, I thought you said goodbye. Oh, my. America no place that's frozen <laughs> over desert. Well, San Fran, Antarctica. You just you just call that Iceland. Yeah, that's true. Could do. Right? They're ba- they're like was it? They're yeah. backwards to what their terrain yep. actually is. Antarctica is Iceland. Yeah, Iceland is very green, and Greenland is very icy. Yeah, Iceland is actually not mm-hmm. very green. But I mean, when Greenland it's, sets the bar that yeah. freaking low, uh... <laughs> it comes out right. It's fine. 
just watched a movie or a TV series about a volcano going off in Iceland and a bunch of people were like reappearing, but there were people, some of the people that were appearing already like existed. So they were like, people were like, they're changelings. And I was like, ah, shit, is that still a thing people believe in? Uh, Okay. That was the whole point of the the show was that they thought that people were being replaced by changelings. Interesting. Oh As a vol- and the whole point was because a volcano was erupting. Yeah, you should check it out. You might like that show. It's called Kotla. Uh, Amanda loved it. Kotla. That's on Netflix? Yeah, it's on Netflix. How do you spell Kotla? Kotla. Huh. Uh, K-A-T-L-A. It's the name of the volcano. Drama series. Yeah. Kotla on Netflix. You never really know what happens when a volcano erupts. That's right. <laughs> Interesting. I'll check that out. I'll, I'll make a note. Gosh dang it. My ice is frozen. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I know that's what ice does, but I mean, it was water before, and now it's ice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't want it to be ice. I want it to be water. I want it to be water right now. Yelling at it is gonna make it melt. Well, maybe it will actually. Because have you have you heard I that study? By shooting. Have you ever have you ever seen that documentary slash YouTube video slash study about the effects of treating a plant or like water with love versus treating it with hate no basically what they did is they did a bunch of tests i don't know how legit this is but i saw it on like history channel or something a long time ago or or something like that uh maybe pbs actually and then i watched a couple like youtube videos about it and did some research a long time ago but this is like 12 years ago where like somebody tried talking sweetly to a plant and yes the one that yeah Stupid plant. You You're a piece of shit. It like wilted, yeah. And they did the same thing with water. And then they, they kind of froze it, right? And what they found is that the crystal patterns or or, or the ice kind of the, the patterns in the the ice when you were hateful were very like jagged and sharp. And the patterns when you were loving and gave it that kind of soothing energy or whatever. They were much more like sweeping and uh, and like intricate and beautiful. So you never know, uh-huh. Jared. You may be able to uh, melt your ice just by yelling at it. It would be really hilarious if they're like, "Oh my God, water can tell what we're saying." But really, it's like the person who's like, "I hate you, ice," ah, and they like slammed the ice tray into the freezer, and the person was like, "You're so nice, ice," and they just gently set it in there, and it was that. That changed how it formed. It would be great. Oh my god, water remembers. It's called the memory of water. And there have been a ton of studies showing since like 1988 that it is actually a reality. Snap, what show was I watching? I was watching a show and and someone was referring like, what was that thing with that with water and stuff? And so I was like, like that study you did? And he's like, oh, the memory of water. So it's weird how you bring that up. Because I think in the story they use, quote unquote, talk to the water to show like what it... And it's probably over exaggerated, like what it what it's seen, yeah. or like what it's like, you know, con its memory. And I was like, what? yeah, that's a real that's a real theory thing. And and I was like, okay, I was a bunch of I thought, at that time I thought it was a bunch of balonga, but uh, balogna. Yeah, but since you're talking about it now, that's that's pretty interesting. Yeah, it it's something that probably is is much more highly debated uh, in the scientific community than I think it is. It's a very nuanced. <laughs> like, Mm-hmm. It's it's very like homeopathy, pseudosciencey sounding. Um, so who knows? Maybe it's legit. Maybe it's not. There've been a ton of studies on it since the '80s. 
they seem to to concur that it is legit but i'm not and i haven't read into it you know in like 10 to 12 years at least so who can say not me i'm not some kind of water scientist same Do, are those that are those a thing yeah they're like you know, i'm a water scientist <laughs> they have to go to oh like science hq is there a doctor on the plane this man is dying <laughs> yes i'm a doctor of water <laughs> oh, what are you doing just <laughs> Humans are seventy percent water. Someone just Get weighs, in there. Someone just, I would say, yeah. Someone just weighs like, well, I mean, our bodies are mostly made of water. Like, close enough. You're in. This man You're is in. dying. Did he ever truly live? <laughs> Spike Spiegel just like sets a cigarette down. <laughs> Going to find out if I was ever alive. I bled all of that blood away. <laughs> He's just like, whatever happens, happens. <laughs> That was a good. That was a good. I like that quote. Thank you. That's. That, I always remember that from the movie. I was just thinking about rewatching the movie. Knocking on heaven's door. Yeah. Oh my god, so good. Such a good one, man. I need to rewatch the movie. Um, it's a fantastic series. Yeah, that's what I just I'm very said. excited for the live action. Dude, I'm just. I'm just excited for that season two of Demon Slayer. Oh snap. Bro. Even though I I know I know I don't know if you ever got into it. Watch, yeah, I never made a phone call for that to one. Watch. Like, like, yeah, I watched episode one, and I'm like, I, I watched right. the first Very seven showing. or eight episodes, and I just couldn't. Like, uh, we gave it a fair chance, and it just didn't get good in seven no, or eight no. episodes. And Wait, for me, it's like by episode seven or eight or whatever. Uh, he became an official demon slayer. He went to the town to like track down the demons that were like stealing the girls and killing oh, them. Oh, yeah, that's so sad. It it you really wasn't. I don't know. I I think the maybe the that good. You're just maybe the like, later episodes get better, but the early episodes were just so childish. I guess is the word. Eh. I guess you're right, but they were like very edgy and and like when he's in the woods prostrating himself to that other guy and the other guy just like silently to himself is thinking and he's like, don't cry, don't show any emotion, blah, 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 blah. I'm just like, oh, fuck off. (laughs) It's so dumb. I was just cringing and laughing at at the the edginess and and maybe it gets better. By the way, fuck uh, me. It's it's one of that dude. Uh, is really great, by the way. Well, like again, like, like maybe it like gets better, it but first, like, and then the next time you see him is like the exact same thing. Only like you said, like you got to see where Tanjiro becomes a demon slayer, and it's been like two years. There's a two-year time skip, uh, and st- like, somebody, did anybody? Remember. Did someone yeah, lose the their arm or get an eye patch no. in the time skip? No, not during the time okay. skip. But oh, that guy, <laughs> whenever like he. Like he he doesn't even recognize Tanjiro at first. It's hilarious, and then he's like, "Oh yeah, you're that one kid." And then immediately, like when they, when they meet like, up, as soon as, yeah, he's like, "Oh yeah, you're that kid." And he's like, "And my sister." And he's like, "Oh, so your sister still hasn't killed anyone, huh?" And then all the other demon slayers show up and try to kill him, and he immediately defends them. And they're like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And he's like, "Uh, sorry, kind of made a promise yeah. to this kid." And so uh, is he the guy? That has like the lion hair. No, the lion hair guy is pretty. Cool, no, though. that's He's in the movie. Uh, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, yeah, he. He's nice. ooh, sad man. I wish he would. I just wish he had more. We had more time. I wish he had more time. And, with him. Oh, did he freaking but, um, die? I haven't seen it yet. Did he die? I'm gonna died. kill you. I'm telling you, if you haven't seen it yet. You oh, just no. that did, you, 
Marco, did you just he, he spoil just did a spoiler. Jared's not gonna sleep well tonight. I don't know what you're talking about. Jared's not gonna sleep well tonight. He's gonna rest his head on his Nicolas Cage pillow, but he's not gonna fall asleep. I don't. I don't have no, he leaves the movie on my bed anymore. Are you serious? I, I mean, not I on my be bed. Framed. I have it like tucked away somewhere. It's why is it? Are Amanda. you ashamed? No, of course not. But it was scaring Amanda. And come on, son. Told you uh, to get used to it. Whatever. You, you you can talk all big like that, but your yeah. girlfriend says, uh, "Can we change this pillowcase, please? It's kind of creepy." You go, "Yeah, sure, baby." I mean, it's not a big deal. I still own it. No, when you should just do it. <laughs> what you do is you just wait. Is he on both sides? Is this thing no. on both sides? But also, see, I would just say, I'd say, "Oh, you want to change it? We just, just we'll just flip it, flip over, it upside down." And then, when, and then when you go to bed, and it's just you, you flip it right side up. It's weird to think that the Statue of Liberty used to be, like, fucking orange. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure to people who saw it orange, they're like, it's fucking weird that that thing is green now. <laughs> That's true, too. You know what would be hilarious if the French were just like, I want it back. <laughs> and America was and like, what? Like, okay, here you go. And then they're like, what did you do to it? Why is it not <laughs> We gave you instructions! <laughs> and they're just like, uh... And then explain. France just goes and tells the rest of the world, you know, America is that one friend, you know, that you lend, you know, your laptop to, and then you get it back with a cracked screen. I'm still sorry, Jared. When we point, go around point. and say France are those guys that give you a gift and then they take it back a hundred years later, like a bunch of pansies. <laughs> or pandas or however it goes. And then, know. and then the rest of the world goes, America, did you forget about Thanksgiving? <laughs> uh oh. What? Oh, we, gave we did that part. <laughs> we gave thanks. Hey, thanks Thank for the land. Get the fuck out, Cox Gun. Keeping uh, this land ready for us. Lady Liberty is is uh, is holding her her tablet, right? Her little book. It says July fourth, seventeen seventy six, in Roman numerals, right? Oh, I always wondered what that said. Yeah, it's that's her tablet. Thought she was, yeah, watching Markiplier on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's exactly what she's doing. That cracks me up. That also, maybe the whole Statue of Liberty thing makes reminds me of. Uh, I was browsing Twitter, and you know, artists that are weebs, they always make something like you know, I like how they made Earth like Earth yeah. Chan and stuff. Yeah. Well, they made like a Statue of Liberty Chan, <laughs> and it was her like embarrassed, <laughs> and she's like, "These people are taking pictures of my pits." Cause you know I don't know oh why God. like a lot of artists and like fan of them they always like admire the pit area I don't know yeah I'm more why. of a Paul Lieutenant they will um. <laughs> I see what you did there <laughs> but it's just funny because she was like she had like her arm lowered to the torch and she was like just trying to cover it she's like obviously like embarrassed like it's like these people are taking pictures of like my armpit. And stuff. So that's what that that cracks me up when you when you brought. Because I literally just saw that today before we got on. I was like, that's a good one. Well, people, man, degenerates all of us. Katla needs to erupt and uh, destroy this podcast before that ever makes it out on the airwaves. Yeah, (laughs) a boom. I'm a little. uh, Oh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, That is weird. (laughs) I'm telling you, man. (laughs) Just so weird. It's just rousing Twitter, dude. Fuck me. I think that was like on a rec- like on a recommend like recommended for you because I, I think I feel like you know how Twitter now has yeah. the uh, 
like things you can just like topics you can follow. And I think it was just like on art. And I was like, out of all so things, it just like, browsed your search history and saw that you were looking up armpits. I mean, I'm not gonna hide it. Wow, I'm at a loss for words. No shame, Marshall. I know what you expected, buddy. Listen, I'm not getting any younger, and that just like ruined the last like two minutes of my life. And uh, ugh, I want him back. back. How how do I get him back? <laughs> <laughs> and with that and with that bombshell uh we're gonna go anyway thank you guys so much for tuning in to the after hours podcast i've been marshall that's been marco and jared's here i will be jared eventually <laughs> when i feel like it when you feel like it uh we love you be kind rewind be safe stay safe don't do anything marco wouldn't do that list is very short. There's a lot. <laughs> anyway, uh, say just goodbye kidding. to podcast guys. Bye. Bye, bye, everybody. Watch One Piece. <laughs> Watch love, One Piece. Love the shout out. <laughs> <laughs>